I want to talk about consent. I have a definition I want to share. So Esther, Perfect. Yes. Dear well, God, we're recording out. We had some technical difficulties, okay. so we had to uh, cut the uh, cut short the the first half of this episode. But now we're on the the second half of this episode. So Esther, you had just said that you wanted something to talk about. Well, let's go ahead and do that. Yes. Okay. So this is something I wanted to share. Well, Christiana was saying something. She said, "Esther, what is consent?" <laughs> and now we have to know. Okay. Right. Authentic authentic consent is a completely mindful willing enthusiastic and uncoerced choice to say yes and the ability to provoke that yes at any time without fear of repercussions indoctrination manipulation coercion and grooming are not valid forms of authentic consent and that's what i wanted to share fantastic i like it Yep. Yeah. All for that. So take that how you will, but um, you know, if something indoctrinates you into something like cults, that's not consent. You're not consenting to a cult. So manipulation doesn't cults. exactly work very well whenever you're manip- falsely so manipulated like, into know, a, into doing something. Mm-hmm. So like the difference between um, consensual communism versus. <laughs> versus big words holy shit (laughs) she's been watching her bones yes (laughs) she's she's got all the big words watching them (laughs) um, oh my god i love her but um i have issues with that show but we're not gonna get into my issues with that show (laughs) i mean this is um, not a breakdown of, of of esther's review of a specific uh, daytime television shows. TV so. shows. <laughs> I mean, I will break down reviews, but I'll, other people do it better about why Fifty Shades of Grey isn't BDSM, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, but the important factor Way to is tickle the listeners. Consent- All right, now they're going to wonder what the hell you're talking about, right? <laughs> That's the juicy stuff they want to hear. They're like, consent? They're talking about consent? I want to know what's going on with Grey. All right, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, not consensual so it's not bdsm because like i said indoctrination coercion what else did i say manipulation and grooming are not authentic forms of consent or not valid forms of authentic consent bingo that's pretty good i like that you know so if somebody like you know tries to coerce you like say you're like no i don't really want to and they're like oh come on come on and then you so like peer pressure like, right oh, fine peer, That's peer not pressure consent. is not a, yeah. a proper form of consent so saying yes because you're annoyed and i actually did this and it's, it's like really bad and i shouldn't be laughing about this because it's like a tra- traumatic deal kind of um when you're when somebody that you know or anybody can just be like you know coercing you and just like you know like being like oh hey come on come on come on and then you're just like oh fine like because you get so annoyed you're just like maybe if i say yes they'll finally shut up well like they wear you down right so then Mm -hmm. you submit because you're Mm -hmm. just you're just sick and tired of having to say no right yeah that's not submission though i mean I guess in a way. Well, it I mean, is, you submit. I wouldn't. Authentic. I wouldn't call it full full scale submission. Yeah, 
it's not authentic submission because submit submitting and submission means that you're willingly or you're consensually submitting and saying yes and giving yourself over um, by choice but if you take away that choice and with fear or force or manipulation or whatever it's no longer submission but it's abuse and yeah and rape or yeah amongst so. many 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 problematic situations that can occur from that mm-hmm. you know so and then consent applies to everything because it's like what makes um you know taking something not stealing consent like a transaction sorry there you go what makes a transaction not theft consent you yeah know, mut- like mutual consent for sure mutual consent like agreeing to this transaction saying i will give you this in exchange for you giving me that and like we agree to it or um like twenty dollars for that thing or whatever and like you know it's like a mutual agreement and that's a transaction as opposed to i'm going to steal this or i'm just going to like you know gun against your head like you you gotta do this right yeah Yeah. like taxation like yeah, I like was, theft I was about on, to go on like um, you you will have that that police officer show up to your house whenever you've evaded your taxes long enough to arrest you to take you and throw you in a uh, in a cage because you haven't paid exactly. Your taxes, right? So what makes sex not rape? Consent. Complete consent. Yeah, absolutely. Tax... And mutual yeah. consent. What makes mm-hmm. absolutely mutual what consent. Makes... So those those transactions tax between consent. two individuals like that makes Mm -hmm. it this consent right Mm -hmm. um should not uh, should not be considered to a lot of people like um to be no matter what the situation is if both parties consent to whatever it is that they want to either trade or do or like that they agree upon like however they're going to um interact like the this 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 moral stick um like this moral shtick that we get about um, types of things that we think are in- inherently bad to us ourselves, like whether or not it's it's uh, doing, um, I don't know, let's say heroin. Okay, we won't necessarily say that that being um, doing heroin or you know shooting up with heroin is a good thing. Like, we're not going to say that that's a great, like, that's a, that's a smart idea. We're not going to say that you should do that, like, or that it's okay for you to do that. We're going to, we're definitely going to instantly say that there are, it's super problematic. Uh, It's a very dangerous narcotic and it's very, very addicting. And uh, you know, it, it, uh, it's very damaging to the body, but if two people, if, if two people, um, or even one person. Or even, well, I mean, I'm saying for like uh, in, um, interaction, I, I should say exchange. So let's say like a drug deal goes down okay. where somebody has heroin and they want to sell it. And a person who wants the heroin wants to buy it. Well, mm-hmm. no, nobody's hurt in that transaction. Nobody, nobody gets that gets hurt um, outside of the two people that are involved with it, who both decided that this is what they wanted to do. Right. So you can't say that nobody gets hurt out of it. Obviously the person who ends up doing the heroin has some issues with their health and the fact that they're going to be doing the heroin. Yes, that is a causation, but it's also a causation that they themselves decided. Right. Mm 
It was within their bodily autonomy. Exactly. Well, but... they, I mean, well, that's what's important about bodily autonomy, right? Is that like okay. when we talked about medication and whether or not we should be able mm-hmm. to use whatever medications we see fit uh, for whatever you know situation uh, that we have, whether or not it's a disease or uh, you know um, anything for that matter, that we should be able to decide yeah. what medications we can use and and us decide ourselves between us and our doctors, like whether or not we. Uh, should use certain types of treatment. But even on a recreational note, like, I mean, people have a lot of different outs. I, you know, vape, I am drinking, you know, like I have my own ways to uh, relax that I I partake in. But like, uh, I don't think that it's right to refuse somebody to partake in those just because they think that it's morally wrong. Like, I think you're more exactly should stay within yourself. If, if it's something that you feel is morally wrong, then you don't do it. Don't force other people not to do it or mm-hmm. force other people yeah. to do something in, in specific. Uh, and that's why it's important to understand that laws that go beh- like that, that go about refusing people to do certain things have, well, not only is it, uh, is it not, sound a sound argument forcing somebody to do anything really is it a sound argument but um it also doesn't work it it doesn't work heroin's illegal people are still fucking doing heroin Um, i'm sorry but they are still fucking doing heroin (laughs) i have something to say about this (laughs) i have something to say about this okay so here's the problem with that is that i think that you know heroin addiction is a thing and Absolutely. I think that it is a problem, but I think that criminalizing drugs isn't the answer for addicts getting help because when you criminalize it, you send them to jail instead of getting them treatment. Whereas if heroin was or any drug was, um, you know, not legalized, but like if it was decriminalized, if there was like, you know how um, a lo- bunch of states now or California at least has um dispensaries for cannabis Mm -hmm. um if there was like dispensaries available like if it was like pharmaceutically available or like dispensaries like you just you know over the age of 21 or whatever like whatever you have you have access to it it would be cleaner you wouldn't have to get it in a back alley well yes if it was if it was was more on if it was on a legal playing ground obviously yeah because if it's on a legal playing ground it's not behind closed doors you're not relying on Mm -hmm. a black market to provide it for you um Um, so it's open so it's it's open so anybody who's trying to provide it has to provide a good product has to provide a product that doesn't kill Mm -hmm. you has to provide Mm -hmm. a, a you know, a decent product and has to also provide a cheaper product, you know, like that's just the way it's going to, it's going to have to go down. And, um, so, well, there's like, um, there's two parts to this. So like they, they would obviously have to put like doses on it. And so, you know, overdosing would lower dramatically decrease. I think it would decrease like overdosing would decrease because there would be like, you know, recommended doses on it and like, uh what is it called so if you know about drugs there's a thing called cutting where they cut the product with something else so that you can sell and get make more money and give less of the drug yes i'm very well aware i used to be a drug addict so 
I very much know what cutting <laughs> <Okay>. is. <laughs> I, I yeah, used to be, so... I used to be really addicted to cocaine. So, but, and that's literally the game of cocaine. Uh, finding yeah. uh, a pure, like proper, stronger strain of cocaine was the hard, hard way to go. Mm-hmm. But the- uh, what was easy to get was to get, you know, usually like cheaper, small, like somebody who only deals to like maybe, I don't know, a dozen people. But that thing's been mm-hmm. stomped on. We call it stomped on because that's cutting the process of cutting. It's been mm-hmm. diluted is what it is with things like yeah. pills or um, other types of powders, and- like other uh, types of nutrient powders or whatnot in order to make it not as as effective and potent. Now, the issue that you get but with that, especially danger- in, a, in a black market, is yeah. that because people are cutting things cut all with. the time, because people are cutting things all the time, maybe you're used to getting things that are cut. And so you're doing this, you know, you're doing this line, right? Or these mm-hmm. these rails is is ex coke heads or current coke heads would call it. You'll be doing these rails, and then like you're all, oh, it's no big deal. Like, I can take it. I've taken plenty of this stuff and before. Then, so you and then and then you come across somebody who gives you something that. And then you over. Yeah, you come across somebody who gives you something that wasn't stomped on. Maybe it came directly mm-hmm. from Colombia. It was pure. Mm-hmm unadulterated bam bam colombian bam bam <laughs> i don't know what else to call it <laughs> but maybe it was that right colombian and bam then, bam and then colombian OD bam bam right this booger sugar this booger sugar is like none you've ever experienced before right and, and you, you do what you think is the amount that like you're used to right boom your fucking mm-hmm. heart explodes or stops or whatever like that that there's yeah, a danger to that right there's a there's a big danger to that but like that all has uh, the the whole causation of that has to do with it being so illegal like because it's yeah. so also- detrimentally illegal and you put people behind bars just for this narcotic and and I mean, you, I'm not saying that you, you need to praise it and you need to be like, yeah, free, like, d- just just do these drugs that are detrimental to your health. I'm not saying that's a smart thing to do, but I will say that that making it illegal and and just throwing mm-hmm. people behind bars because you like because that's what we've decided the state's going to do is not a smart move. So if it was decriminal. If it was decriminalized, treatment would be more uh, easily accessible yeah. and available. And addiction would be like, you know, addicts would be like more prone to, you know, receiving treatment or seeking treatment instead of being scared of the repercussions of ending up in prison or, you know. Right. You don't you don't uh, want to you don't want to go to a police station or a police station or any kind of uh, official and tell them, hey, I have a heroin addiction because either one, you're going to be battered by, you know, a, a cop being like, where did you get the heroin? Who's providing the heroin? Where's the ring at? And, or, or you possibly end up spending time behind bars. Like you would like to approach an official mm-hmm. and, and be able to receive some kind of help for it. Right. Like, I mean, you don't want to be mm-hmm. an addict. I mean, at least some people yeah. don't want to be addicts. I mean, they should have the ability to do that. I mean, some people may want to be addicts and to be honest, like, all, all the more to them if they want to be an addict like <laughs> but i mean the people who yeah. don't want to be and who are just kind of struggling because it's it's got such a hold on them they should have options they should have an ability to uh to seek help without uh, without repercussions for the fact that they have been struggling with their addiction you know 
by the way, when you said, like when you said heart pump because taking in something that's more concentrated, it reminded me of that scene in Pulp Fiction where she thought she was doing coke, but instead she was doing heroin and she died. Yeah, boom, right there, right? I mean, to be Snort fair, she, heroin, she didn't exactly uh... tell him, like, hey, by the way, I'm going to do some of your coke. And he could have been like, no, that's the, the... <laughs> he's like, that's heroin, it's the other right? thing. <laughs> that's the other thing yeah. that, that uh, you, you should not do that, that, uh, that amount of, right. But those, those types yeah. of things happen all the time. And I just don't think that like the criminalization of the whole drug scene entirely has helped at all. I mean, no, even then, even then, when you throw some of these addicts in prisons, like you could, you okay, you the argument is here exa exactly what a prison is is it's literally a, an entire environment that is completely, by the way, government controlled. Everything mm -hmm. that yeah. goes on inside a prison is completely controlled by government. That's absolute control that they supposedly have there, right? Do people get drugs anyway? I mean absolutely they get drugs anyway do, do they is it even sometimes worse in there for addicts as far as drugs are concerned yes do they yeah, end absolutely. up falling in in uh do they end up because of the environment that they're in they end up being a part of different groups and uh and settings that they normally would never have partaken in because they're inside these prisons like i mean i remember uh a cook that worked um under me whenever i worked at denny's in albuquerque he uh he'd spent time in a federal pen uh his name was rondale and he told me that like he's like you don't understand what it's like inside a federal pen he's like i don't have a he's like i didn't have a choice he's like I, he's like i'm black he's like so when i'm in a federal pen that's like i don't have a choice in the matter like you don't talk to the whites or the mexicans you don't get that choice he's like it doesn't matter how if you were in there for a day, like you first got in there for and you were only in there for one day, you find out real quick that they established this this whole racial divide, this whole gang mentality divide, this whole, you know, um, this issue, whether you like it or not. He's like, if you have a problem with somebody that's not inside your race or whatnot, he's like, you don't even get to go and like directly talk to them about that. He's like, you have to go talk to the guy who's in charge of your like the head guy of your race or whatnot and then they have to go and talk to the head guy of their race and then that's how it gets taken care of and he's like and he's like huh. because if you don't do it that way he's like people get stabbed people get killed he's like and like real quick things go super sour he's like but he's like it wow. he told me he's like i didn't have a choice while i was inside he's like i had to be like racist i had to be hateful I had to like look at other people in disgust. And I'm like, okay, That's so awesome. if this federal prison, the way that like my friend, my, my old cook, my, you know, um, you know, described to me, I would not in any way call that a rehabilitation for something as it's not like it's fucking not. selling drugs, like, or selling marijuana. Like you're going to throw them in that kind of environment. And then, like, that's going to rehabilitate them to not smuggle drugs or to not have too much pot on their hands or to not do too many pills or to not shoot up with heroin. I fail to see how that remotely helps at all. Like, if anything, it's creating newer problems and way worse yeah. problems. 
I actually like I, I watched this documentary about our prisons, like our Fed Pen mm-hmm. versus European prisons. It was very enlightening, but also you you see that well, I mean like what your friend described from back at Albuquerque, the cook, well from from what I saw in the documentary, like because in the Fed Pen, like the objective is just survival, right? Right, yeah. Uh, but in European prisons, like so American prisons, yeah, they're they're focused on punishing rather than helping criminals. But in European prisons, they are actually focused on rehabilitation and and so they come out having changed and the likelihood of them recommitting the crime or reoffending is a lot lower than 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 former convicts coming out of our prisons and for obvious reasons. So not only do all these drug laws need to be criminalized, our prison system also needs to be reformed. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Like I mean what we what, what do we expect with battering these these individuals these Americans while they're and inside also, there for well, for the most ridiculous reasons? And then throwing them in yeah. these environments that are not that are so dangerous for them that they have to do anything and everything that they can just to survive. And even for some minuscule, like, I mean, you have to even look about like what cons like what constitutes as a viol- like a, a detrimental violation to like make you wind up in a federal prison, right? So you you you, and it's you also- grew some pot plants, right? And you drove it across state line to try to sell to some guy, right? And then that gives you what a life sentence. It's In also there, asinine to think that, like, it's also asinine to suggest that these people deserve to be in the same the same environment as serial killers and serial rapists. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Like, why mm-hmm. would you put them near people like that? Why would you put them near like real criminals? I mean, uh, as far as libertarianism is concerned, I mean, we, we recognize that what we think is, is, is real crimes is violation of property, rape, murder. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. anything that is a violation crimes. of the non-aggression principle. Yeah. Those are real crimes. Yeah somebody who decided they wanted to imbibe on some kind of you know like narcotic i mean they wanted to do that peacefully right they didn't want they didn't want to do that they didn't want to stab nobody and i know that like a lot of people outside of the lp and uh, and libertarian circles like think that like well crime surrounds those types of narcotics right they like to say that they're like well with those those more harsher drugs crime always follows and I would just have to say my challenge to them is I was like, well, if you didn't have them so like the punishment for them law, like law wise, if they if, if people weren't punished for them so harshly and there was a little bit more of an ability to do that and like a, an availability to give you either access to that, but also access to like rehabilitation, if you wanted to, I can guarantee you the crime would go down instantly. The crime is surrounded, yeah. around, uh, is surrounded, uh, surrounded around the fact that they are so like there's so there has been such harsh punishments for those drugs and that's the reason why the crime becomes so high and that the risk becomes so like detrimental to like people who end up that pisses me off so much that um 
people who are committing, you know, violent crimes are getting lesser sentences than those who are committing nonviolent crimes or nonviolent yeah. crimes. Yeah, I don't understand it at all. I really don't. Uh, I haven't understood the, the justice system thing. in a long. I mean, yeah, like, the justice system is. I mean, you. I don't even like calling it justice as the system. I mean, maybe we should just call it the system because there's no justice that's happening. And then, like, when you do get justice, -justice you have to fight so hard for it. Anti-justice system. The anti-justice system, right? The uh, fall in line, do what the state says, like, unbelievable. It's slavery. It's slavery. That's what it is. I mean, that's, that's more or less what it is. Like, we have to do what they want us to do. And if we don't do it, then we're screwed. Like... But that's never that yeah. even in the yep. very fabric and creation of this country has not been what it's supposed to have been about. You read the Constitution and it's like we're literally telling you what government can't do. And then like yeah. over the course of 250 damn fucking years, like they have gone out of their way to just figure out how to make it happen, even though those words were written. Right. So I mean, I mean, I'm not they, gonna lie. Even... I'm not gonna lie. The anarchists have got a point. Like having a government at all leads I to mean, some bad shit. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily. Like what leads to the bad stuff is not the government growing in power, but the people not holding them accountable. Yeah. So or or gaining something off of it, right? So once you think yeah. that like the people, if they could gain something off of like getting a specific like politician about, I mean, that's, the, I think that's a, a big thing um, that like libertarians see, but like de definitely Democrats or Republicans, they definitely don't see. It's just like you will champion yeah. for when your guys in office over using power and doing it to do something that you like. But you don't realize that that sets a precedent for whenever their guy's gonna be in office, and he's gonna street. do, and he's gonna do something mm -hmm. that you ain't gonna like. So you should That's, be opposed to yeah. all of it, but instead they continue to champion down their own echo chambers and their own, you know, uh, agended policies, and then they lose their minds when they see the other guy get in office and do it. And it's just unbelievable. Yeah, like, I mean, becoming a libertarian and, and just seeing that reality, like, is really hard to explain that to Republicans. <laughs> yeah, like, for sure. No, you don't realize how dumb it is that you champion this guy for doing a, something. That's the that, other like, thing. Yeah. Yeah, the like following up on that. It's also so incredibly hard to feel sorry for the republicrats because like they they're okay with their guy getting more and more and more power but they never stop to think what if this power ends up in the hands of someone i don't like well it's like the power the should thing, not right? be that big in the first place yeah it's well they're, they're like fine with them gaining that power but like you do realize it's going to be transferred via election here in a bit like <laughs> it could not yeah. be the same guy on your party lines that you like love and care about so much who's got that kind of power so when the next guy has well, would you be fine with the person you oppose very much having an, a, an excruciating amount of power like <laughs> dictating your life changing like i mean jobs get lost over a signature 
thousands of jobs get lost over a signature like <laughs> things yeah. change so drastically um so many people end up becoming criminals instantly because of a because of a signature mm -hmm. about a certain item like that cannot be a good thing like why are we allowing them to have that kind of fucking power <laughs> but they and following know, they, up on they, that they signature by it dude it's a cult it's hard to not yeah, it look is. at it like a cult. It's it's nothing. It's nothing more than a cult. <laughs> What's the opposite of progress? <laughs> well, since pro, is, pro's antonym is con. It's definitely Congress. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a real good one. So so. Like so <laughs> seen the that meme. Means We're gonna put that on a pillow. All right. We're gonna sell it. Progressive. <laughs> Okay, you know how they say like liberals aren't liberal anymore? Well, this means that Congress Dude. isn't progressive anymore. Not anymore at all. There you I go. Know, it's, so it's progressives are progressive. I had this conversation with somebody Congress, who's just like, he's like, you don't understand. Lincoln was a liberal. And I was just like, I don't think that word thinks no. what you think it fucking means, man. Wasn't because your definition of liberal and what the yeah, definition of liberal was back when Lincoln was alive is not the same thing and like that's oh, why republicans were liberal <laughs> republicans were liberal they were, dude i'm like liberal like, was derived is, from the word today. liberty and now liberals are literally advocating yeah. for like regression of like to censor speech and like <laughs> i'm like no liberals it's not the same anymore. thing that it used to be that's like, the thing it's not yeah and like you need they... to recognize that like liberal does not mean what I'm it used classical, to mean i'm classically liberal libertarians like, are liberal is, is an liberal. admirable is Lib an admirable thing to be <laughs> it's a it's a liberal that's what libertarians were originally we were like the classical liberals like the classic liberals correct well, actually libertarians liberals just just decided that, and... that we were no longer going to use like the word liberal because like back in the day during like jefferson yeah, eras liberal was in. like what we were about right and then like the, we had to to give get mm -hmm. rid of the word liberal because it no longer meant what it meant because the masses had completely changed the definition of the word liberal as mm -hmm. far as what they wanted exactly and so that's yeah. how libertarian yeah. became a word is because like, the liberals decided to hijack the word in the masses and then they were starting like they to advocate for shit everything? that was like not very liberty worthy so because they always steal everything and they, they do everything and then they, they ruin hijack it. everything yeah but <laughs> here's the thing though like uh, liberal dude, today like, the party switches like, is like just ignore Ignore the KKK background of us. There was a party switch. Just yeah. Well, and then like, <laughs> there's no party switch. There wasn't. And here's I, the thing, I, though. Like leftists I today. I would like to, if anybody really believes there was a party switch, who's watching this podcast, please. There I would was like no party names, switch, and I'll fight you on I it. I would like names <laughs> of senators and congressmen, all of them who had active ties to the KKK, who had switched their party affiliation. <laughs> Joe Biden. Back in the '60s. Whenever it was said that the party switched, please, I would like all of those names. Please give me all those names. I would love the proof. But so far, I haven't seen any. So, I mean, you're going to say something. It's going to be a bad opinion to have, right? They're going to be like, oh my God, you just took yeah. a controversial stand. Well, I'm going to fucking take that stand, all right? I have not seen any evidence that the fucking Democratic Party switched. Like, there was no fucking party was... switch. Okay. It's just a weird evolution this. that had happened. And then it's bureaucrats trying to convince you that they're better. 
there, like I, that's there all it no, really is okay <laughs> here's how it really went down there was no party switch there was never a party switch what happened was that democrats got better at manipulating there you go, there you go. Ooh, yeah and ooh. also the the other that, thing that is was a, that left... was a one two right there oh my gosh like, that was a political one two <laughs> Siana wants to say something. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Pardon me. Go ahead. Uh, it's okay. I mean, I've already we've already established that you like hearing yourself talk. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. So okay. from when? Yeah. So from when I was following up with Esther's comment, yeah, so the word the word liberal has been hijacked, but it's but today the word liberal is not classical liberalism. It's leftism, mm-hmm. and that is why libertarians today are classical liberals. And like, and also traditional cons- traditional conservatives, but that also means classical liberal. And the other thing is, like, if it also, if anybody is watching this podcast, like, I've I've studied and like I've studied too much of this, like, the I know too much about to where I can say there has not been a party switch, and. And I also say this as someone who has grown up leftist, like it's it's something the left likes to tell itself to avert itself of any responsibilities, which is what they are so good at doing anyway. But but if you want to know more about the party switch myth and about how there is no such thing as a party switch, feel free to reach out to me or any one of us. But I can also slap you the the official voting records that prove that there is no party switch. All right now, Sean can go back to hearing himself talk. I'm so sorry. I, I really apologize. I mean, <laughs> don't worry. I, it's, I have this it's... problem a lot that I just end up going off on my rant. So I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, we I'm an introvert. Your... I'm used to it. <laughs> All right, continue. That was a fantastic point. No, I like. I'm reminiscing right now. <laughs> that was a really good point. That was fantastic. You know. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was it was great. It was incredible. You know. Um, Thank you. Are you trolling him at this point? I'm actually not, but I can see why it can be construed that way. <laughs> Sean, I'm not trolling you. I promise. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would deserve it for sure. <laughs> I'm trolling you now. Now that I see you're drinking Trulies, uh, right? You know what? I'm like, judging you. I yeah, judge what me all you to like. Russian? What happened to the Russian vodka? I drank it all. You watched me drink the rest oh, of it. <laughs> how sad. Yeah, no, I gotta, I gotta drink this, <gasps> this non-carb, non-sugared stuff to keep my ass from inflating (laughs) did you eat so much spicy food okay when spicy food i'll always eat (laughs) but uh carbs and sugar there's this i i sworn off about a year ago but like i i got all the way up to about 200 and a little a little over 250 pounds and of course that's the biggest that i've ever been and so, uh, how tall year, are you? I'm six one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. It's so it's not morbidly obese, but it's 
like not a healthy BMI. Thank you. Uh, well, I'm yeah. not at a healthy BMI right now, so. Neither am I. <laughs> I well, I, I, I decided There's that... a pool. I need to use it. You Sorry. got a pool? <laughs> There's a pool at my apartment. I need to use it. They use finally it. opened it back up. Swimming is like one of the most the healthy exercises so ever. I love swimming. I think we moved here because like my, um, so I lived with my best friend's parents and they're, I was just joking and I was like, oh, we should move someplace with a pool. I love, I love swimming. Like I love pools. And then they're like, oh, we found this place that has a pool. <laughs> so like, great. Awesome. So um, they closed the gym though. So this place has a pool and a gym. They closed the gym still because of COVID, but the pool's open. So I should use it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Well, I gained 250 pounds, and then I decided to try the keto diet. I dropped 50 pounds in less than six months. So I got down Yay! about two, 200 pounds, and uh, um, that's kind of where I wanted to be at because I was kind of afraid of like losing more weight, even though it said but because of my height that I should be about 180, right? So I mean, the, the BMI chart doesn't take into account muscle mass muscle and body mass. composition. Well, yeah. I mean, I my job is physically strenuous like i mean it requires a lot of physical work i mean like yeah i uh i basically just by going to work work out every day like with heavy lifting and, and moving things around like that what do you do i, uh, I you work in manufacturing i actually um I, uh, I work in manufacturing i work for a, a company that makes uh, mining and construction tools so like demolition tools wow. and drill steel. And uh, as far as like loading and unloading like the fixtures. And then we we work with like uh, pit furnaces. So we dig like two stories into the ground to like build a furnace inside there to like drop in these giant rods and whatnot. Some of them weighing like a lot of pounds. Like, I mean, a few of them are like the for the 20 foot furnaces, like you have to you have to use like a crane because like some of the rods weigh like almost 300 pounds. And then like uh, yeah. a lot of the other fixtures is like used by hand. So, but it's still physically like I'm active physically just doing my job, you know? Yay. So, <laughs> I mean, I wait, I think, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? Okay. I think I have to really say this because just in case any of my friends or anybody that knows me watches, here's a disclaimer. I don't actually do drugs, um, but I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't remind like your I'm argument that is like, yeah, if you want to do them, do them, but it's like doesn't mean that you're necessarily <laughs> popping tabs uh, acid, right? I'm like, like <laughs> I'm like, I don't do drugs. I drink, but I don't do drugs. Um, I think I really need to like you know throw that out there as a disclaimer. Um, because, because I don't. Um, <laughs> get a disclaimer. It's like Christiana here doesn't do drugs either. Yeah, yeah and I don't drugs. even drink. <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't even drink. She's even better than right? I am. Exactly. Uh, but what, what was I saying? Uh, my she, she has she has is... less of a likely chance than I do of making an ass of myself. Like, <laughs> I will always have that my possibility. Disclaimer. And I will always yeah. use alcohol as the excuse because guess what? I have it. <laughs> but yes, it does not hold water. But I'll still really... try. I, I will still try. <laughs> yeah but you, you know what's hilarious though is like 
sometimes, I mean, most people, like 99% of people, like they're surprised that I don't drink, but they don't think anything of it. But then there's like that 1% that gives me an aura of judgment. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, how is my not drinking affecting your drinking in any way, shape or form? I think the Never mind. Of all them poor people who what are just it, like, Esther? you don't drink? Well, how do you what talk do you to drink? people? Like, right? Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, what are you talking to people? Talk- it's like, what do you mean? How do when I talk to people? It's like, well, I can't service, talk to nobody without drinking. Like, <laughs> When you work in customer service, it helps you appreciate alcohol more. I'm going to say right now, <laughs> working in the restaurant <laughs> industry. Working in the restaurant. I didn't makes it, say that makes it I impossible for me not to be a fucking nicotine addict. For sure. Why do you guys smoke so much? Why does everyone like smoke so much? No judgment. You do you, but I don't know. What do you do? What do, what do you do as far as work is concerned, me, Esther? I what do you do? I just drink. Oh, for a, I, yeah, no, I for a living, Esther. Not for a living. Not like. for a living. I was just like, well, I how do I sign up for your job? For <laughs> I get people drunk for a living, but then I have to deal with them. Are you a bartender? Kind of. I'm a server. Um, well, yeah, that too. But um, I'm actually a server, uh, but I'm not going to say where I work. No, you don't but, have to say um, where. Actually, you don't have to say where. Just, like just the side, job description is fine. That's my side job because yeah. that's where like my income is at. But um, I'm a classically trained soprano and I'm also a dancer, a classically trained dancer. But mm. I'm really out of shape right now and uh, it's like bad. <laughs> so Esther, you're, you're not delivering packages anymore? Huh? You're not delivering packages anymore? Oh, that was like a side gig because I can't work at a restaurant right now because that like, uh, like dropping off drugs or something. You're, <laughs> your idiot governor. She's like, I My don't do the drugs, but I will governor. supply you with them. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I don't kidding. deliver those kind of packages. <laughs> I do legal things. Okay. okay. All right. Like we care whether or not it's legal things. or not because we're talking about ethics here. Like whether or not it's ethically or morally sound. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I don't do these things, but by all means, I support you know people's right to if they want to. Um. At the same time, I also support me trying to help people that are addicts like get treatment which the best way to do that is to decriminalize all drugs so that you know I can be like hey you won't go to jail just go to rehab and I'll help you I support that voluntary look at that willing to do it on your own you know be like good ideas don't require force you do not have to extort these ladies these wonderful ladies in order to help you with your drug addiction you also don't need to throw people behind bars just because they're struggling with an addiction like yeah craziness right speaking but but we're the assholes no (laughs) because we somehow we think this way Yeah, somehow we are the buttheads because we want to be left alone and believe people should be left alone as long as they're yeah. not hurting anybody. Yeah, no, we're 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 definitely considered. Uh, we care about you. I think there's this strange. huge misconception that libertarians don't care. And, no, they don't. Uh, yeah, like, I, I mean, like I've heard that like before the... too. That's crazy. But I, we, a bunch of us do care. Like half yeah. of us don't care. Half of us do care. Well, like, don't we you care think that, like, even you, which is why. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But don't you think that like remote the reason why we're libertarian is because we care? Yeah. No. Um, the main, like the, the whole why? point of like, you know, liber- there's this huge misconception about like us only caring about ourselves and not about anybody else. But the thing is like, I do care about everyone else. Like I care about your rights. I care about, you know, you having justice, you having the same freedoms as like, you know, a rich white man or sorry, rich white man. Um, and I say that because like <laughs> there can be, you know, poor white people <laughs> that have just as much freedom as like any marginalized group. Um, there was like this what is it? Wheel of poverty or wheel of marginalized communities that I saw the other day. But yeah, there's this like huge misconception that libertarians are rich white men that want to smoke weed. And I'm like, I'm not a rich white guy. <laughs> I'm not rich, I'm not white. And for the record, I definitely don't smoke weed. I don't smoke weed either. I don't smoke weed either. Liar. No, I don't smoke weed. Oh, just the vape? Yeah, this is just, this is nicotine. I'm a nicotine addict. I will admit I'm a nicotine addict like crazy and I drink, but weed's not my thing. I don't like, if, if, if I was to ever smoke weed, um, like, I guess the circumstances would be like, I'd have to be alone and playing video games with a bunch of munchies. But if it comes to like talking with people, addict. nah, nah, man, my brain will go to, I already sound, I, I already talk too much and sound fucking crazy half the time. So if you get, you put pot like in this guy's system here and then expect me to have even remotely a coherent thought <laughs> or to respond to you, ain't going to happen. Sorry. <laughs> there ain't no way going to happen. Uh, <laughs> I don't is know. your like wife you guys- a super introvert? No, no, my wife is very outgoing. She's very fun. She's uh I don't like get along. She's, she's adorable. I love her. My wife is incredible. Yeah. Okay. Is she annoyed? Is she annoyed by me yet? No, is not she at all. sending me a friend request. So far she's she married to Sean. Like, How could like, she be annoyed by you? <laughs> like I'm like <laughs> my wife has already put up like, with a lot oh when it comes God. to just me. So <laughs> she's gonna be like Sean, I regret sending one friend request to Esther. <laughs> no, not even. In now fact, she's probably it. saying, Sean, this Esther girl is half as bad as you. <laughs> <laughs> I told her to because, like, I mean, like, my wife doesn't network like I do, right? So I'm reaching out to, like, any type and every type of libertarian, like, new and, and long-term or, like, old libertarian, yeah. like, and see, like, where they're at and, like, what, what so this is all about. There's so many libertarians on my shit list now. Dude, like, I to think the, the hard part, the hard part to, to me is, like, I have to do, like, real filtering when it comes to, like, accepting the libertarian friend request because some of them are just, like, well, okay, you may have a common 260 friends, but you're also not a libertarian, <laughs> right? Like, I like, had to look into their yeah, stuff. I was like, oh, you're definitely not a libertarian, you know? And I'm, like, all right, well, like, I mean, I'm not going to bother to take the time to friend request you when I'm trying to network for my podcast if you're not even going to be a libertarian. Like, <laughs> like, you have to actually be sold on, like, the answers that liberty gives or, like... <laughs> but, I mean, to be yeah, fair... And- to be fair, I mean, it's not like I don't want, like, other opinions or whatnot like you know to come my way or another ideas to come my way 
I got enough of that crap just within the LP as it is, right? Like we have like yeah. <laughs> we have yeah. so many different types of libertarians just eating themselves alive. We're the under, most like... battle-tested ideology in existence. We're the Man, most battle-tested political ideology. Really do, right? Yeah. Like on anything. It'll be something like <laughs> insignificant. It's just like <laughs> it's like I don't understand why everything. I can't make my son who's 16 work. And it's just like, oh, now we got 9,000 libertarians coming here to argue for one side <laughs> or the Esther. other. It's just like, he's a child or like, he's your property or like, he's like, it's crazy, crazy how they get. It's just nuts. <laughs> Wait, what? You were saying something. Yeah, I was going to make the joke I always make, which is, but Esther's not a real libertarian. <laughs> Esther's not a li real libertarian. I'm not a real libertarian. Because, that was that you know, was the whole the us. whole reason for this podcast was to unfold the fact that Esther's not really a libertarian, I'm not a real libertarian. at all. <laughs> I just you know agree with like the LP um, dot org slash platform slash issues, but <laughs> I'd say like that like I agree with the LP issues on ninety nine percent. Yeah, me too. I just disagree with one thing, <laughs> but we don't have to get into that. We don't, um, we don't have to. Just out of curiosity, honest. and I'm pretty sure I already know your, like, I'm pretty, like, if I guess no. correctly. Okay, so it is the death penalty. It's the death penalty. And I mean, I know what your stance is on it, so we don't need to get into it. Yeah, we don't have to get into it. I, I believe in the death penalty for, you know, like, really, really bad people who... Just in case they escape, it's just a really bad idea. You know, irrefutable like, evidence needs to be provided if the death penalty is to be put in. Yeah, a, absolutely. I, I think it should be like, an unbiased. Like, I want to see a video of the motherfucker doing it. I want to have like nine people mm -hmm. testimony, like testimonies, in order to like know yeah. if that was ever going to be a thing. But even then, I still have problems with the state being allowed to just execute people. Well, because that's just because it's the state. I mean, it's the state the that's doing it. Like, isn't exactly, that the real big exactly. issue? Um, that's my issue with it. But also, like, in my, you know, libertarian utopia where the government wasn't corrupt, then yes. But at the current government, at the current uh, state that it is at now, like the government, like being as corrupted as it is, then nah. Well, your libertarian yeah, utopia mean, involves a government, so it's safe to say that you're classical liberal for shizzle. Tiny, okay. I think we that are the only we thing are that exploiting people, ladies and gentlemen. This is who she really is. <laughs> <laughs> She's not a libertarian. She's not a libertarian. <laughs> I think I think that I agree with you know um, Joe Jorgen, Doctor Joe Jorgensen, my hero, Justin Amash, in when they say that. You know, um, the only job the government should have is to, you know, um, what is it? What did they say? <laughs> to keep, like, to punish bad people? Throw them I don't, I don't know what they said. I can tell you right now, John Locke said the only the only role government should really play is to protect the rights of individual citizens. Yeah, that, that's yeah. where I stand. That's where I stand. That's, cla that's classical liberalism. Like, that's not a bad thing. Like, so the thing I get yeah, is, like, I know that a lot of anarchists get, like, thing. super heated whenever somebody tries to give an argument for government. But to be honest, if you look at like where we're at right now, um, we all want more freedom. So we all have the same goal. 
Like, who the fuck cares? Like, I'm sorry. Like, Uh, the more and more freedom we get on a day to day basis, the better, right? Like, we can all agree that that's better. Well, I don't want to say leftists. I want to say authoritarians don't want freedom. I mean, because they're they're conditioned. Like, there are right purists, too. Yeah. The purists. Yeah, I mean, also, like, yeah, like the purists on the left and the right, they are authoritarians. So, yeah, the authoritarians. So, that's that's a difference. Compass up. Yes, compass down. up. Yeah. Yes, compass there you up, go. Don't want freedom. Compass down. Do want freedom. Yeah, Always. but putting so it left or right down. Yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't it matter if you're left lovely. or right. We want liberty. We want freedom. Damn it! Like, <laughs> I don't care if you consider yourself an anarchist <laughs> or a, uh, a classical liberal. You still want more freedom. So the goal is the same, right? Yeah, we should yeah. be arguing I mean, nearly as much as we as we do as libertarians. Like we should not, because like the goal is still the fucking same. So like whenever you're talking to your whenever you're talking to your libertarian socialist friend, okay, and you're just like, I don't subscribe to that. It's just like it doesn't matter. They still want liberty. They don't want like <laughs> they don't want their shit forced on others, and they also don't want you to force your shit on others. So like the goal is yeah. the same. Yeah. Can we not recognize that? Don't force me to be you. <laughs> Don't force yeah. me to be you, and I won't force you to be me. Bingo. I don't think anyone wants to be Esther because she's too much. <laughs> and she's not a libertarian. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know you love me, XOXO? Gossip of girl. Of course. Of Liberty course. <laughs> well, did you, guys make, uh, did you guys get to make Is all it? the points that you wanted to make? Um, if it makes you feel better, I just want to say this one last thing. I'm an addict of capitalism. I'm a capitalist addict. Capitalism addict? Capital addict? <laughs> I'm addicted. I'm a, I'm addicted to capitalism. I love capitalism. I think it's like the most beautiful thing in the world. I mean, yeah, it, it provides us with with this luxury right here, you know, getting together with two wonderful people and forwarding the Liberty movement right? is something that I people, thank capitalism for. Two wonderful people and my ugly ass. Perfect. John, <laughs> I meant you and Esther are the wonderful people. <laughs> I wanted to be clear about that. Don't try to put words in my mouth. I know what you meant. <laughs> I also want to throw a disclaimer that Christiana, um, you know, making fun of Sean earlier is because we all have this. <laughs> we're used to each other, and it wasn't a, a malicious intent. It was like a friendly, you know. It was a banter. I'm gonna retaliate. A- no, nope, I'm gonna retaliate. I'm gonna make memes here in a minute retaliate. once we get off here. Yeah, I am. I'm going. I'm going for. I'm going yeah, just- for the throat. <laughs> here's, here's, wait, here's for you ready? No, no, I'm not kidding. Like, my wife even says that I have that problem. (laughs) She's just like, would you fucking let people talk sometimes? And I'm like, I get passionate. It's so funny. I get passionate. I I aggressively, I I aggressively preach non-aggression. I aggressively (laughs) preach (laughs) non-aggression. You're so, you're so non-aggressive that you aggressively preach non-aggression aggressively. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) That's how I ruined Christmas. I don't think she got to. Oh my God. I mean, wanted to say something earlier, but I don't think you got to. Uh, let me try to backtrack. Uh, so, like, I was going to tell you, thank you for that disclaimer in case the people who are watching don't know that Sean and Esther are very good friends of mine and we joke with each other all the time. Thanks for we putting that disclaimer. We yeah, have we have a group chat, okay? We have a group chat where we're always making fun of each other. 
You and uh, Drew. <laughs> By yeah. the way, Drew got hit in the head today. Because how? Yeah, because how dare he make the fallacious claim that flats are not the superior wing? You guys in your goddamn chicken wings. I'm sorry. Flats are superior. Princess okay, I'm gonna be what? a chicken wingist. I'm gonna be a flats are superior. Like I'm gonna be a chicken wing racist or a chicken wingist. I'm gonna be a racist against boneless wings. You mean chicken I mean nuggets? Boneless. <laughs> you mean chicken, chicken nuggets? nuggets? Chicken nuggets. <laughs> they are. Chicken I mean, nuggies. Nuggies are amazing. Boneless wings are not wings. They are nuggies, but they are still amazing. I like flats. I like my wings with bones. Okay, I like. Same. I'm. 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 I'm a meat eater, though. I'm, I love. I'm meat. a monster. I love She's meat. Like, I have okay, to so apologize. Meat. I eat meat. Like. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the vegans. Um, if it makes you feel better, I am lactose intolerant and allergic to cheese and allergic to. So, so she else. got what was coming to her for eating that meat. Uh, <laughs> She's so got I, what's coming to her. So, so my desserts are vegan. My food is not. My desserts are vegan, though, because oh, now eggs, I remember. Oh, what, what, what did you want to say? Now, I got to hear it now. I, was gonna make. I feel so but, bad. <laughs> it was it was way back, but it was just it was just a comment saying that we infight so much, but that's because libertarians are usually always free thinkers and no two people think the same. And the libertarian purists are not to be taken seriously, but we are free thinkers, but the common ground we all reach is that we want more freedom. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yes. Oof. Yeah. I love that so but anyway, much. I try to explain that to a lot of people. I'm like, you see so many different libertarian perspectives, you will always do that. But there's no like absolute answer. And there's no absolute way you need to go about things. It's like, it's kind of to each person. Like, I mean, I want tattoos. I'm going to get tattoos, right? Like, I want to, I want to drink. I'm going to drink. You, you like, there's no absolute answer to everything. There's no spicy comment. Ooh, spicy. Spicy comment. Yeah. Can I do it? Can I do a spicy comment? Go for it, spice girl. <laughs> you heard that I make all the spicy, spicy taboo subjects. Anyway, um, so speaking of racism, um, speaking if you of... want to be a racist, that's like you know, gross, and you know we condemn you for it. But Abhorrent, yeah, very if you much. Be so. racist, and you're not hurting anyone else, and you just don't like a race, but you don't want to like hurt them, and you still think they want. Ha- should have the same rights as you fine be a racist i don't care but if you're a racist to the point where you think that you know just because of my race or my ethnicity or somebody else's ethnicity that they should have lesser rights than you and you want to act aggressively or violate the nap against them that means your racism violates the nap absolutely you know? Absolutely. I mean, so, you, I mean, that's my most, most racism actually does go out of control and they will go as far as saying that, like, they think yeah. that other people are lesser than them and they don't deserve the same rights that they have. But I mean, if you don't like somebody yeah, just because you, of some stupid material thing that you got in your head or that you were conditioned to, to do it, as long as you're not hurting any individual, uh, any other individual or, you know, 
expressing your hatred toward them by physical violence or, you know, other many other things that like, you know, affect their life, like the goat that that violate their rights, then I mean, sure, go ahead, sit in your shed and be a fucking bigot. But we don't want to be friends with you if you're racist. Even if you don't want to hurt any I mean, if if you don't want to hurt anybody else, I still don't want to be friends with you if you're a racist. Yeah, yeah, but I that's mean, your choice. That's your choice. That's like, right? Choice. Yeah. Bingo. It is your you choice. To associate freedom of association. I don't have to. There you go. I don't want to associate <laughs> with, and I ain't gonna be associated with no here, fucking racists or like. I mean, even if they're not I'm wanting here, to hurt other people, liberty. just because they need to learn. <laughs> While I'm here, dear libertarian men who have Asian fetishes, you're gross, and stop talking to me. Thank goodness for the block button. <laughs> you're, you're really pulling out all of the like, you're like, I need to get this out. Or like at the last minute, you're like, I gotta, I gotta throw out all these no, opinions. Real quick. I have a problem with them. Right. And you're just like, you libertarian man, you better not like Asian women. And... <laughs> you, you no, 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 no. I, I'm not saying you, you better not like Asian women. I'm saying don't have a fetish. That's oh, don't so have a gross. Fetish. Like people yeah like people, what, you know, can like, you honestly say that like people don't like, really can't help themselves like with whether or not they like somebody in particular or so some gross. demographic i've dated a guy i've dated a guy who had an asian fetish and it was like the most disturbing thing of my life oh yeah. you need to date better men i know <laughs> yeah i'm with uh christiana on this one <laughs> you need um, to date better men no i actually made a post or actual that, men so would help too like <laughs> Yes, there you go. Actual men. Actual men might help. Like if you actually dated actual men. <laughs> I can also yeah. for girls. I mean just kidding, I don't. But I mean actually <laughs> Why not? Dude, girls are so much prettier than guys. I get it. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I totally fucking get it. Like come like on now. People. I just like pretty people. It doesn't matter. I mean I, mean, I just My I husband like, is very pretty. Aww, that's so sweet. So you have to think that your significant other is pretty, even if they're not. Like you know, you have. But to my husband is pretty. Exactly. Oh, that's so beautiful. My wife and is amazingly gorgeous. And yes, she is. And the fact that she's with me, I will be pondering that shit to my grave. But <laughs> she is incredibly. You gorgeous. guys are the cutest. Oh, uh, sorry. Disclaimer again. I'm a one on the Kinsey scale. I think. Yeah, right. that's yeah. That would mean you're like eighty percent, eighty percent straight. Yeah. On the what just, scale? Just a disclaimer. Throwing that the Kinsey out scale. It's okay. like the scale of being gay to straight, like straight to gay, like straight all the way is like zero, and gay all the way is five. I haven't. Taken On a scale that. of zero to six, how gay are you? I have no idea. I didn't take a test. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a oh, zero and I'm also an X. Oh, by the way, X is like if you, X on the Kinsey scale means you're asexual. So uh, I'm both so a zero are? and an X. Wait, oh. you found out that you're ace? I mean, I am. So I'm not completely ace. You guys are going to have it's to just send the me only this, person. this thing to see because I got to know what it's about now. I mean, I've taken enough political compasses. Why not be this one ago? We were talking about this. Like, yeah, we were a couple months ago, and you didn't know what it was. And no, I, was like, I didn't. Wait, did you no, find out? <laughs> I just now I found, found out, out that I am like I'm not completely ace, but I am very close to ace. So like, are you I on am the spectrum. 
Yeah, like on the spectrum, I'm demisexual leaning toward ace. Okay. Because I... like the only like my husband is the only person in the world I ever ever have some sort of attraction to. I can relate to that. I like your Esther's husband too. Adorable. I'm just kidding. I'm not hopeless romantic. <laughs> I'm I'm just hopeless romantic and I need to live vicariously. I'm single, so I need to live vicariously through your love lives. Well, I yeah, mean, no, my love I... life is not quite as interesting as your BDSM <laughs> giant. Oh tent. We're not talking about that. <laughs> hey, man, I got vodka on my side. You never know what happens in this house. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I. I Do very I need much... to rescue your wife? Absolutely not. She'll. Act... She's the one with the whip, so that's not gonna happen. Uh... <laughs> Do I need to rescue you? I'm safe. <laughs> I'm content. Is that your safe word? Is that my safe? By word? the way, guys, for the guys watching this, I only know about this stuff because of Esther. <laughs> so you can thank her give her like lots of applause yes. send her messages no, i'm just kidding <laughs> uh no oh. i mean i'm very very much attracted to my wife but i mean like that's basically where i don't know ever since we we established our relationship that's kind of been it for me i mean i've been i, I can be beauty and other and other women but like nah i don't know <laughs> my wife so, gets you me guys are so, so like cute. my wife gets you guys me are so cute yeah are we She's fifth wheeling esther virtually can you i'm down for this <laughs> i feel so weird i think i've been single for so long that i feel so weird that when i'm with someone that i'd rather like see other people be in love well i mean it's probably because like you have like you have a specific set of standards and you're not willing to settle for less. But that's good. Trust settled. me, that's good. Oh, that no, is a really good I thing. I have I have settled so many times that I know what works and what doesn't. And like when I settle, it just doesn't work. Settling never like, works. Settling never time, works. Um, so I'm an ENFP on the Myers Briggs thingy. And Christiana's my opposite. She's an ISTJ. But like her polar of, twin. She's my polar twin. But um because like my N is so strong, like my intuition is so strong. I always know like every single guy that I've ever dated, I've always known like since the beginning, I was like, they're not the one. And I've like stuck it out either like through loneliness or like just trying to give it a chance. But like, I, I always knew since the, like from the beginning, I'm like, I'm wasting my time. <laughs> and that's yeah. so mean. That's so sad. Es but... Esther, you need, you need somebody real, somebody like, I mean, having, um, <laughs> I'm just gonna know when it happens. I I can tell you right now that from my experience, yeah, you just know when it happens. When I met, like, I mean, I met my wife whenever I was a teenager. Like, I was actually dating one of her friends, and uh, <laughs> years and years went by, and even after we became adults, and I moved into Albuquerque because we lived in the middle of New Mexico, but you know, Albuquerque's a big city. But anyway, I moved up there, and oh, I'd seen her. Oh, you live in Arizona? Do what? <laughs> You live in Diet Arizona? I hope Andrew's I watching mean, this. Sure, Diet Arizona, of course. Right. Well, if you want to call if you want to call New Mexico Diet Arizona, I would like Arizona to show me some spicy shit and then until they can provide me with a decent enough spicy spicy food. Uh no. 
not diet. <laughs> I've, said that, I've said that for I said that for we Drew. New Mexicans. Where <laughs> like New Mexico is where pain is a flavor. Okay. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> oh. Have you ever had like Thai spice food? Yep. Like they can make Absolutely. their stuff really spicy. Yep, I know, I do. And I, when I moved to Arkansas, I literally told the cook at the Thai, uh, the Thai place in uh, Fayetteville that I wanted him to make me regret my order. <laughs> I was wow. like, I want you to make it so spicy, you make me fucking regret it. Was it good? Did he do? It good? was fantastic, was man! Like- I loved every minute of it. It was so uh... delicious. But I am also a bit of a sadist when it comes to spice. (laughs) I'm also a sadist when it comes to spice. So a lot of people don't understand. Like, dude, for my my kids gender reveal party, like for the gender reveal of my son, uh, I fucking ate like a uh, uh, what do you call it? A uh, Fuego Loco uh, chocolate bar that had like black, like biologically enhanced Reaper peppers inside of it (gasps) as like a challenge. (laughs) <laughs> and my kids gender reveal like so i'm a sadist when it comes to like hot food so a masochist uh, or a sadist huh a masochist it's like he's both i'm, I'm pretty masochist. much both yes i'm definitely both oh so you, you like go. inflicting pain as well as receiving pain yes but it's all me it's my body it's my governed body that i'm governing myself so, so to be fair it's, to your be fair, it's about as libertarian as you can get all right like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, tell us about how you went. So, so sorry, going back to your wife. So a few years passed. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, we became adults. And like, uh, I mean, like I'd seen her on, in passing while I was working at, because uh, I used to um, be like assistant manager or like a, a waiter at uh, several different Denny's in Albuquerque. Um, so we'd seen each other, you know, and she'd be popping in three in the morning from fucking, you know, uh, college parties at UNM and stuff like that. So like, I mean, we always enjoyed conversation and whatnot, but like, uh, things kind of went sour. Uh, I had, uh, I got let go from my job because, uh, my boss had forgot that I had requested two months in advance to go to my sister's baby shower. And we had just recently gotten a new area coach who came in and because I didn't show up for my shift, she decided to fire me and then demote my boss for screwing up by forgetting about my request. And so I ended up having to move you back your home. Your wife? Huh? Your wife? No, me. This is this is all happened to me. I ended up having to move back down oh, to I my hometown. I, I thought I heard that your wife was your boss. No, no, she's not my boss. No, no. okay. No, my boss is time, currently. My boss. She's definitely my boss right now. No, actually, no. My son's my boss for sure. Like that kid is definitely in charge of all of us right now <laughs> uh but uh he's the chain of command top uh definitely right if that if that if that guy wants his goldfish he wants his goddamn goldfish and if we don't get it for him okay. but uh i moved back down south and then like uh i had a, a friend of mine started dating a friend of hers and so we started seeing each other at like parties and stuff like that and then eventually like uh my friend brought uh, her friend out to my house to have some drinks. And then uh, I made my move. And then like, it was just a, a month Aww. or two after that, that like, I could be as about as weird as I know that I am around her. And she just kind of ac- accepted it, like embraced it, laughed at it, like liked it, like be in the car, like just doing some stu- something stupid that randomly comes out of me every now and then. And she just, was totally fine. Like, and I was just like, wow, this girl is the first girl I've ever dated that like gets me, like is okay with me, like understands me. 
And so I was sold. Like it didn't even take a year. Like, I mean, my previous relationship, like I was with, um, well, I mean, a couple previous relationships back. I was with a girl for like three and a half years who I was engaged to before we broke up. Like, I was committed to this girl and then Aww. we ended up breaking up. But like with my wife, Carly, like not even a year. And I was like, I got to fucking marry this girl. No, it's answer buts. That's it. how you know she's the one. Yeah, I knew like I gotta marry this girl. I went and told when my you know, like you okay, know. so I was renting yes. a trailer from my father at the time, and like I told my mother, I was like, okay, so I need your help with something. I'm gonna plan this like elaborate plot, and it was a Valentine's oh. Day back in 2014, and I uh, I uh, pretended like I had to work right, so I was the GM at the Pizza Hut uh, in my hometown. And so I pretended like I had to work and I couldn't get out of it. No choice. And so she was like, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to spend Valentine's Day with, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I got her friend in on it and told her friend, I was like, take her out, get her like fancied up, like dress her up. Just don't let her eat. Like, <laughs> and I was going to make a um, lobster tail and steak is what I made for her with ah! chocolate covered strawberries and uh, uh had this whole romantic dinner plate i like the second that she left like my house because she'd stayed the previous night like her friend uh took her out and got her all fancied up and like said like even though you're not going to get to see your guy on valentine's day let's have a good time and so she was totally sold on it and totally believed it all and then like she brought her back out saying like pretending like she forgot like her wallet or something there and then like so she came into the house and like i had completely cleaned and revamped the entire house i cooked steak lobster tail i had chocolate covered strawberries and mousse like chocolate mousse as well for dessert and uh i had candles lit everywhere and rose petals all over the floors or whatnot and that's how i proposed to her i asked her to marry me <laughs> she said yes by the way <laughs> <laughs> whoa really i didn't know your wife rejected your proposal what is she rejected it but she decided she was going to take the last name anyway right like <laughs> yeah totally like and even though we're not dating i want that last name right like <laughs> yeah and i want his baby <laughs> he's like rejecting it but give me your kids <laughs> yeah live with me I, but i do agree yeah. that like sometimes Aww. when you know you know like you know and absolutely me, holy shit that i know yeah i knew instantly i yeah. was like there's no way well, this is my fucking soulmate that... like i fucking knew like i was like this is my damn soulmate like no it's andrew that's how yeah. i feel about my career that's how i feel about my career with music like it's a relationship it really is um and like when you know you know and i i know exactly i knew exactly what i wanted to do what i wanted to be like for a long long time um and also when you know you know like every single guy i've dated i've known they weren't the one like no hesitation i knew but i just like didn't listen to myself and like wouldn't take my own advice yeah i'm not saying that like when you know <clears throat> it's got to be like instant or that it doesn't develop or take time necessarily but also like, but, like i mean when you know develops, that it's not really like, something you know, that you, know. you subscribe to yeah. you know and you're just kind of like yeah. throwing yourself into it um that's that's, that's, a, that's a difficult of, situation to be in like it's not speaking good. of my longest relationship has been with at&t and it's been since i was 14 so 13 years oh wow mary at&t it's her 13 year anniversary with at&t they haven't done me wrong 
every other phone company that I've tried has done me wrong. AT and T hasn't screwed me over. It's like I've been with Navy Federal nice. Credit. I've been with Navy Federal. No, USAA. I've been with USAA for about oh. twenty some years, twenty eight years, something like that. Wow. Wait, how old are you? <laughs> I'm thirty one. How old are you? I'm 31, oh. but my oh, mother, my Wait, mother so- was insistent on on opening up accounts in our names for certain things so that our credit would be better. Oh, okay, that's so sweet. Yeah, right. I'm I the, was I'm about the, to say, I, I'm the old guy, right? 31. <laughs> yeah, but I was expecting, like, since you said 28 years, I was expecting like almost 47. 40 or like 40. 47. Like this yeah. weird, weird, something like guy. that. No, no, my mom opened but- it up whenever I was like much younger, but. I think it might even be more okay. Than that. I mean, I you are old. Well, thank you. I'm I appreciate old. that. I feel <laughs> old. Yeah, both of you are very old. I know. Drew keeps calling us boomers. Because you are. I'm a millennial. Damn drinking boomers. <laughs> I'm a millennial. There is a different. I am definitely. You're an older millennial because I'm a younger millennial. I was born in 90. You're like the last, you're the last of the millennials. Yes, yeah, borderline. What are you like? Yeah, 96? Borderline. When were you born? 95. 95. Okay. So like my niece. I yeah. Refused to, I refused right to. Right before Gen Z, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the border. I refuse to like, you know, um, acknowledge 95s as millennials though. <laughs> Is it because sister- I'm a sperm? It, no, it's because my sister is like such a Gen Z. There's no way oh. she's a millennial, and I just refuse. She's to like, I don't. Yeah, Esther's like, I don't buy God. it. <laughs> I don't I buy it. Well, I mean, you could say that she is honorarily Gen Z. Um, I I'll acknowledge Christiana, but not my sister. I'm Christiana's now. I'm really my new sister. Yeah, have in family feuds on my podcast page pretty quick here. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I am your, I am your polar opposite, and also, opposite. and also, you are what my sister would be if she was a better person. Jesus Christ! I don't Holy crap! Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> wow, we laying it all out right now. How juicy this shit is! Sorry, if she was a libertarian, she's not a libertarian. But yes, if she were a libertarian, well, nobody's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but then again, Esther's not a real libertarian. Nobody's perfect. All right, I rest my case. (laughs) And nobody but myself is a real libertarian. You know what? It just like makes so much sense for me to be a libertarian because I've always been like rebellious and I've always been like, you know, freedom loving, patriotic. But like, I love here, let me say something. I love my country. I hate this government. Bingo. Absolutely. Boom. And that's where that's where the common ground I find with anarchists is because like by default I'm a minarchist. Like I yeah, am very much like I'm me very too. much like Locke and Locke and Hobbes in in the sense that the government's sole existence is to protect our lo- right to life, liberty and property. Mm-hmm. And anarchists say no government at all. But yeah. I would say that with anarchy, I would much rather have no government at all than our current then, government. Yeah, me too. Me too. Right. I mean, like 100%. you, you, you well, give you give on. the choice, right? If, if that was the choice you were given, it's like, hey, man, you want to keep 
You want to keep this shit going or you want to just get rid of it okay, entirely? Yeah. I'm like, for sure, entirely, like, get rid of it. No more. <laughs> Even if they were like, you want to keep this crap going or do you want something less? Yeah, something less. Why not? Like, <laughs> we all want. By the way, less. your son. Yeah, he's your he's very vocal adorable. right now. He um, wants his goldfish. You should bring him on. Yeah. Okay. Well, give him a minute. He's a little busy at the moment. Okay. So I was eating goldfish. Say, no. Prefer... No. I'm pretty sure. He, like he right now, he's getting changed. So. <laughs> you prefer what, Esther? I I was gonna say I prefer like very limited, tiny, 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 tiny government, like super tiny. If it wasn't corrupt, but if it was like this we have now or big government versus anarchy i'd rather have anarchy yeah rather yes for sure like i mean rather well see i think that's the important thing that we need to understand as libertarians is that like we all have so many like the, the goals are just so similar and then we just decide to destroy each other and argue and because fight and like and it's like can you not realize that we still want the same goal we still want more liberty for every individual in this country in the world even yeah we want more liberty for everybody we want freedom for everybody all right what like how far you want to subscribe to that type of liberty fine sure like like or how you want how you see it to like uh, to be played out sure but it doesn't matter. The point is, is that right now we don't have it, but we, we want, want liberty. It. Yeah, but we want it. So yeah. what we need to be focusing on is winning and coming together by getting liberty wins across the board. So smash the duopoly. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, so like there is this libertarian candidate running for I forgot the position, but some some position in in the Texas ticket. He is a universal health care guy. Mm-hmm. I am against universal health care, but I will still vote for him because our current governor is awful, and I would not. Why, well, you don't want to? You want to be a one issue voter? Yeah, exactly. Like, I am willing to put aside some disagreements because the way it currently is, I am not happy. And also, like, also, the rest of the stuff I am totally content with. The the stuff that is on the platform. (laughs) Mama Tam. Oh, you're teaching him Russian? Uh, Yeah, I speak to him in Russian. <laughs> oh my god. I guess I, I never really mentioned that before, but yeah. This is Lev, by the way, Lev Babcock. Hi Carly. Christiana's saying hi. <laughs> hi. 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 Hi, baby. Yeah, he knows more English because there's less syllables <laughs> than there are in Russian. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, oh, my God. I love baby Paka. I can't contain my ovaries right now. Well, that was my boy. So, yeah. Oh. 
Well, guys, I think I'm going to have to call it quits, but this has been a fantastic yeah, and very fun yeah. episode. <laughs> we went and we definitely yeah. went off the rails on a lot of rants, but it was so worth it. Like we talked about some really important stuff. Yes. They were important. not accounting for the technical difficulties. Yeah, I know. My wife was just like, you're doing a fucking four hour long podcast. I was like, there was shit in between that went wrong. Like <laughs> I was green. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Cristiano was fucking green for like an hour. Like, (laughs) we tried to figure out how the fuck to fix that. (laughs) Yeah, and also, in addition to Zoom being laconic in your attempt to upgrade. Yeah, I know. I was like, I guess I'm gonna have to deal with that. Zoom has definitely been my go-to as far as this has been going, and it's been super um, helpful because. With Zoom, you can just instantly record it all, and it creates two uh, files for you automatically. Yeah. So an audio and a visual audio file, so that I can po- uh, post them on uh, podcasting um, platforms in the future. Uh, mm-hmm. So I mean, I probably would have subscribed to it w- one way or another, but uh, I guess I probably should have done it before we started our first session. <laughs> We'd have been done a long while ago. <laughs> well, in any case, I mean, I. I I very much thank you for having us and it was really fun and I, really appreciate I very much on. enjoyed absolutely and and I very much enjoyed our rants and and our banters <laughs> and the banters toward the people who are not on here but more than likely will be watching for sure <laughs> for sure you guys have been just absolutely fantastic thank you so much thank for you. Your time. you as well All thank right, you yeah everybody this is a newfound liberty stay tuned we're gonna have more uh, episodes like this coming up but uh, we appreciate you sticking with us and uh, enjoying enjoying our uh, our craziness bye-bye